Hello and welcome to the MHC Tech Talks podcast, where we'll be discussing some of the most current issues in relation to new transport technologies, including drones, e-scooters and autonomous driving. Today we're going to talk about one of the newest crazes in transport, the electronic scooter or e-scooter. The much-hyped e-scooter looks very similar to a child's kick scooter, with the key difference being that an e-scooter has the added feature of a built-in motor which can propel it at speeds of up to 30 km an hour. E-scooter use has blown up over the last year or so in most major European cities, Dublin included, and of course where the craze started off, San Francisco. E-scooters are seen as an affordable alternative to public transport and a means of avoiding traffic. They are particularly useful for shorter journeys or bridging the gap between the train station and office, for example. Given the huge rise in popularity of e-scooters as a mode of transport, today we look at how they are dealt with under Irish law something which has led to much confusion for users and manufacturers. We also look at calls for legislative change, the safety concerns surrounding their use, and the approach taken by legislators in other countries. I'm absolutely delighted to be joined today by Lisa Joyce, Fiona McNulty, and Dermot Fahey of MHC. Thanks for stopping by, guys. No problem. All right, let's dive on in. Lisa, if I can begin with you, how are e-scooters currently dealt with under Irish law? Hi, Brian, and thanks for having us today. So the big problem is that there is no specific regulation in Ireland for electric scooters or e-scooters and the position adopted by the Irish authorities has changed even since the beginning of this year. What we're seeing therefore at Mason Hayes and Curran is that this has caused a huge amount of confusion about whether they are legal or not. So at this stage specific legislation is clearly needed. The current legal position is that e-scooters are effectively banned on public roads. This is because e-scooters are treated as the same as a motorbike or a car under Irish road traffic legislation. They are considered to be mechanically propelled vehicles or MPVs. This means that the usual legal requirements applicable to MPVs apply. So for example, you need to have a license, tax and insurance, you need to wear a helmet and you must ensure that the vehicle is registered and roadworthy. The problem is that it's not currently possible to tax or insure e-scooters and that means that they are effectively banned on Irish roads. According to the Department for Transport, this is because e-scooters are not considered suitable for use in a public place in Ireland at the moment. Thanks very much, Lisa. Uh, Jeremy, can I ask you, um, why are e-scooters classed as MPVs? Well, Ryan, under Irish road traffic legislation, MPVs are defined as including a vehicle that is propelled by electrical means. So, in Ireland, initially it was understood that e-scooters that were propelled solely by electric or mechanical means were classed as MPVs. So, it was understood that an e-scooter was only an MPV if it could be propelled by the motor from a stationary position. If it needed an initial pedal or manual scoot to take off, it was not considered to be an MPV. However, this position has now changed. The key question now is whether the e-scooter is mechanically propelled or mechanically assisted, rather than whether they can be powered from a standing start. So, a mechanically assisted vehicle has a motor, but still requires continuous effort on the part of a user. This includes, for example, pedal-assisted e-bicycles. The motor just boosts or makes it easier for the cyclist to pedal, but it, the motor doesn't take over completely from the cyclist. So the difference is that if continuous effort by the user is not required, as is the case with e-scooters, then they are considered to be mechanically propelled vehicles. So the current position is that all e-scooters that do not require continuous manual scooting by the user are treated as MPVs. Therefore, as Lisa said, if you are using them in 
any public place in Ireland, you must hold a license, you must have tax, uh, you must insure the e-scooter, you must be wearing a helmet and registered the e-scooter. However, as Lisa also said, it is not currently possible to tax or insure e-scooters because they are not considered to be suitable for use on public roads. This amounts to an effective ban on their use and means that those continuing to use them on our roads um, in Ireland can risk fines and even seizure of their e-scooters. Very interesting. Um, Jamie, maybe could you also now tell us a little bit about the legislative change on the cards? Yeah, of course I can. Um, so, like in many other EU states, Irish authorities were caught off guard with the explosion of e-scooter users on our roads. Given the influx of and confusion surrounding e-scooters, it has been clear for some time that legislative intervention is required. Some users are advocating for legislative change based on environmental grounds and to incentivise the use of e-scooters. Ireland's Minister for Transport has acknowledged the importance of the issue, given the extraordinary surge in the number of these vehicles. In responding on how to deal with the issue, the Minister has emphasised the need to get this right as a matter of public safety and of safety on our roads. The Minister has repeatedly stated that he would not make any decision until the Road Safety Authority had completed research. This research was to see how other EU member states had regulated e-scooters. The Minister told the Irish Parliament, or Dáil Éireann, that a decision would be made very quickly after the issue of such a report. However, the Road Safety Authority submitted its report to the Minister in June of this year, and there has still yet to be any concrete government legislative action. On 25th of September this year, a private member's bill on e-scooters was published. However, it is unlikely that this will form the basis for future legislation. Um, the private member's bill was published by a member of the opposition party of Dáil Éireann and therefore was not a government-led bill. Uh, the draft bill does suggest that um, e-scooters are excluded from the definition of MPVs under Irish road traffic legislation. Uh, nonetheless, the draft bill is very high level and does not contain certain key provisions, such as in relation to insuring e-scooters or where they could be used and so on. Thanks very much, Dermot. Um, I'll turn to you now, Fiona. What are the road safety concerns around e-scooters? Well, Brian, the Road Safety Authority has warned that e-scooters are not toys and on Gordashiakana, who are the Irish Police Force, have also expressed unease at the potential for accidents. As Lisa and Dermot have outlined, e-scooters are classed as MPVs, which are not permitted by law to travel in bike lanes or on footpaths. And so by process of elimination, they must be used on the main part of the road. I think it's clear that authorities will need to make tough decisions on investment into better roads infrastructure to ensure that e-scooters can be used safely and appropriately. Having said that, we know that e-scooters are used safely and appropriately by millions globally, and this is reflected in their everyday use on Irish roads. Now, you said that the Road Safety Authority has completed its research into e-scooters. What did it find? Yes, that's right. As Dermot said, the RSA submitted its report following six months of research, and this has recently been published by the Minister. The report relied upon a literature review and case studies for other, from other countries on these e-scooters and other powered personal transporters such as segways and hoverboards. Essentially, the report has tentatively recommended that e-scooters should be allowed on Irish roads. However, it does find that there's no clear evidence or universal consensus as to the best practice for regulation and safety of e-scooters. In many countries, in the absence of national legislation, regulation has emerged at local authority level, which can occur on a faster and more proactive basis. Interestingly, while the various local authority regulations vary dramatically, both in scope and restrictiveness, 
Manny imposed a maximum speed restriction of 25 kilometres per hour, which is the upper speed limit currently proposed by the European Committee for Standardisation. What's also interesting to note, Brian, is that the report advocates for the use of e-scooters on environmental grounds, given the fact that they can help to reduce traffic congestion and, as a result, assist the state in meeting targets for the reduction of greenhouse gases. That's a very interesting point and very current, I think, at the moment. Uh, does the scope of the report make any recommendations? Yes, it does. The report makes six key recommendations, including to agree clear terms for classification of e-scooters, to promote the safe use of e-scooters, to issue guidelines for users, ideally created in consultation with the relevant stakeholders. The report has also recommended that the state carry out further research on mandatory safety features and consider how best to implement minimum safety standards, along with promoting awareness of the necessity for safe use of e-scooters. Clearly, these recommendations are broad in their scope, and I think that is simply reflective of the fact that e-scooters are such a recent addition on our roads. Excellent. Um, thanks very much, Fiona. Can you tell us uh, maybe a little bit about the approach taken by legislators in other jurisdictions? Yes, Brian. The reality is that there has been no uniform approach to legislating for the use of e-scooters. Looking at Belgium, for example, e-scooters are regulated in the same way as bicycles once they do not exceed a maximum speed of 18 kilometres per hour. Such e-scooters are not treated as motor vehicles and can only be used on cycle paths and users must comply with the same requirements as pedestrians and cyclists. Their use is permitted on footpaths at speeds which are less than walking pace. Looking at Spain, existing legislation that was intended to regulate non-motorised scooters allowed their use on pavements and as a result e-scooters were subsequently banned in many places. In Madrid, for example, e-scooters are banned from pavements, bus lanes and multi-lane roads, but users are allowed to ride them in cycle lanes and on roads where the maximum speed is less than 30 kilometres. Lastly, and of interest to US listeners, regulation of e-scooters in the US varies in each state, although federal law governing electric bikes is sometimes applied to e-scooters. In California, where e-scooters are immensely popular, they've been banned on footpaths but can be used in bike lanes. Riders under the age of 18 must wear a helmet and users are not required to have registration, license plates or insurance, but they must hold a valid driver's license for any type of vehicle. E-scooters can be operated on roads that have a speed limit of 25 miles per hour or up to 35 miles per hour if the local authorities allow that, but the e-scooters themselves can't exceed 15 miles per hour. In many other major cities around the world, companies offer electric scooter rentals where they can be picked up and dropped off in different locations, kind of similar to the Dublin bike scheme here in Ireland. In Madrid, rental companies are required to obtain licenses from local authorities to operate and must ensure that they comply with local rules governing e-scooters. Given the popularity of bike rental schemes in Ireland, such an initiative could well be on the horizon here. Excellent, yes. Um, so Lisa, what's next for Ireland? Well, that's the million dollar question, Brian. The RSA's tentative recommendation to legalise uh, e-scooter use has uh, given rise to a public consultation that was launched by the Minister on the use of e-scooters on Irish roads. That consultation opened on the 1st of September 2019 and it's going to run until the 1st of November 2019, so a very short consultation period. Participation is open to all stakeholders, including road users of every type, transport providers, road planners and insurance companies and so on. We understand that once the consultation has concluded, the Minister will then finally decide whether to legalise the use of e-scooters here. 
anecdotally, notwithstanding that the position, the legal position, has been clarified recently, we are still aware that the regulation of e-scooters continues to cause confusion. And this is because different approaches to the confiscation or seizure of e-scooters and the sanctioning of users is adopted by different Garda districts and different Garda members. Lots of people are continuing to use e-scooters. We see them every morning on the way to work, and that's despite their effective ban on public roads. We're still getting calls from people considering buying them and, and wondering what the legal position is. So it's clear that there still is confusion out there. There's understandable frustration for both the authorities and road users, and particularly e-scooters alike in the current lacuna in the law. So what's certain from our perspective is that clarity is needed in this area as soon as possible. Thanks very much, guys. I think that maybe in summing up, you could say that in common with the large population of e-scooter users and other affected roads users in Ireland, we here in MHC are eagerly awaiting developments in this area and welcome the public consultation on the issue. I think that if anybody wants to get in contact with us in relation to any issue in this podcast, please jump on our website at mhc.ie. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Brian.